Disclaimer. This episode was produced by humans. Though it is becoming increasingly difficult to tell what's generated by artificial intelligence versus real people. How will it affect marketing? Hear our team discuss this on What's the Big Idea About AI with your host, Sophia Alfieri. Today, we're going to have a quick conversation on a newer technology that is taking the marketing world by storm artificial intelligence, otherwise known as AI. To join me, I have returning guests, Pat Dugan, Executive Creative Director, and Eric Trunce, Chief Technology Officer. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Of course. So you both hail from different aspects of the marketing world. So I would just love to get each of your preliminary thoughts on AI and how it could begin to affect us within the next year or so. I guess my first thoughts are that it has really jumped to the forefront of everyone's consciousness in the past few months. Yeah, Um, very quickly. Yeah, very exciting for anyone in the creative side of things. First, there was the art side of AI generating pretty much any visual you can imagine. And then chat GPT came along mm-hmm. for the text side. Yeah. And we're kind of at the phase of playing around with it now. Dipping our toe in the water. Right. Figuring out like how this might go, how we can use it. And in a nutshell, I don't think it's going to replace anyone. There's some people who are kind of fearful of That's like, good to hear. It's going to take our jobs away. Yes. And it's going to replace artists and replace writers. Mm-hmm. And I don't see that happening anytime soon. In fact, I think it's going to help and become kind of a tool for us in both the near term and the long term too, as it gets better and we learn how to use it more. And then on the tech side with ChatGPT, I, I see it being a good starting point for things. You can have it generate some social media captions or a paragraph about something. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely nothing you should use straight out of the copy that it gives you, but it's a good starting point. And then maybe you can use it to embellish some things and yeah. make it sound better and you know more natural, that kind of a thing. And definitely fact check because it's not always the most accurate. Good point. That's a really good point. The other thing that I would say is we have to watch the ethical limits of this Mm. (laughs) and think about that. So you can use, as an example, you can use MidJourney or any of these art-based AI tools and ask them to generate an image in the style of another artist. Mm -hmm. Now that could be Van Gogh, but it could be someone who's around now, say Banksy. Yeah. And it will spit out something that looks like it was, you know, pretty close to being done by Banksy. And that's obviously kind of an ethical problem. Banksy is certainly not the type type of artist who would be letting his art be used for commercial Not purposes. Not so. come and slash it. <laughs> right, exactly. So I think we really have to police ourselves in terms of not doing that sort of a thing. You know, I think on the technology side, which is really the primary side that I hail from, yes. it's something that we've already seen. It's already been affecting us for some time, maybe not on the scale that it's about to affect us. I think a lot of the common things that marketers think about is, is connecting people with products based on their interests or the context of their searches or whatever. And, and we see that today. Yeah. We, we've already seen that. And so I think that that context will get rich and deeper, you know, with some of the more contemporary developments in technology. We'll see more of that, which I think is really exciting. It's really mm-hmm. great. On the pure technology side of things, you know, we've seen it in code generation and that kind of thing for a decade or more. And okay. again, the context of that gets much better. It really serves as a starter point. I think in the early days where that technology came to play, it gave you a good framework to begin technology development with and so on. I think it also, in on the more creative side of technology, there is a creative side of technology, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. It kind of lays out the ideas to kind of generate really good lateral thinking 
thinking. You can kind of riff on a lot of the things that you see, and I think that's fantastic. I think another major area that it will benefit us is in the ability to process vast amounts of data. So there's so much data out there now mm-hmm. to be able to process that, identify patterns, identify trends, and so on, and signal certain things. That's interesting. What's also really interesting is technologies have been developed to deal with different kinds of data. So for AI, it's one thing for AI to look at the spending trends of certain age groups and so on and mm. what, they're, what they're spending on and so on. That's you know pretty easy. That's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. But the notion of being able to look at assets like images and to be able to articulate and describe that image and harvest components out of that that would help catalog that image, that's actually really interesting, especially to marketers and folks who are in industries where there's a lot of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so in that sense, there's a lot of really interesting things from a technology side for us to be very excited about. So I've been doing my due diligence as someone in the you marketing always do. community. You always do. It's funny. <laughs> and paying attention to what's going on with AI. And I've noticed that many people are inventing these technologies that are counter to AI. They're helping people to detect when something has been created by the technology. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? It's an interesting aspect of the technical development right now is, yeah. is really sort of the detection piece of it. You know, it, it's funny. I've been at this for a little while in the technology game for a bit. And, you know, and I mentioned earlier that we've used these technologies in different places. And when you would use them five or 10 years ago, or if you're writing a website and you're going to try to include some of these features in it, you always know that you're deliberately going to some resource or some technology or some application to leverage AI in a specific context, right? It's very deliberate and it's very almost encapsulated in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways. I think with some of the realities of things like the great chatbots that are out there now, it becomes less obvious as to when you're using AI or when AI is being included in the conversation or not. And that makes it very, very interesting. I'm actually, I think a lot of people would look at that as a bad, scary thing. I actually think it's a very exciting thing. And 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 probably for a strange reason that I think it's exciting because I think we're at another moment of major evolution in sort of how content is considered and how content is absorbed by people. You know, it wasn't all that long ago we were talking about Web 2.0. It was very exciting how everyone's an author, yeah. you know, and, and how is it going to evolve into 3.0 and so on. But everyone's an author and there's so much content by so many people. Everyone's got a microphone, yeah. right? You know, I think with some of this AI technology, you know, now the machines have microphones too and mm-hmm. they're credible and they really in a strange way participate in the conversation. And so it's going to be really interesting, exciting how people's thinking evolves into trying to understand like, was this AI? Where did this come from? Yeah. Was this not AI? Was this original thought? Was it not an original thought? I think that's exciting and if not a little bit spooky. I'm excited about the evolution of it, but yes. I think that it becomes much more ubiquitous. Yes. So it's exciting times for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There was a good quote, and I'm sure I'm going to mangle it here, but someone said, why do we keep thinking of AI as something that is going to do the fun parts of our job and using it to be creative when we should be thinking of it the other way? Let us have more time to be creative and do the things we love about our jobs and being creative and have the AI do the more mundane sort of minor things, keeping us from all those things that Mm -hmm. we want to do. And I think that's a good way of looking at it. Using it to do more of the day-to-day task type things that free us up to have more time to think creatively and use our imagination. That's all for this week. Don't forget to subscribe to What's the Big Idea on your favorite podcast player or on Anchor by Spotify at anchor.fm slash what's the big idea dashes in between all those words. But you can find us just about anywhere. If you like the show, give us a rating or leave us a review. See you next time.